Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. I really want to just share uh, what's in my heart, Amen. And I, um, and what I believe the Lord is saying to the church during this time of of lockdown. And so during our time in the morning when we've been praying, in our time of prayer, Amen. We've been asking the Lord for direction. We've been asking Him for clarity. Uh, we're asking Him for discernment, and, and we really want to hear His voice during this time. And I, I want to minister. On this question, did God send the church home? Did God send the church home? I believe that the Lord is using uh, this time of darkness to shine his light upon the church. Listen, this is not necessarily a lockdown for our nation, but I believe that God sent us to our homes. Come on, I believe that God put the church on lockdown. Now, hang in with me. Listen to the message, amen, as I bring it forth, amen. God is using this dark time in our nation to pull us away from the busyness of church, to pull us away from the noise of the world, amen, to himself, listen, within our homes. What the enemy meant for evil, God is using for the good. Come on, the gospel is still being preached, amen, but now to a much wider audience, church. Listen, we cannot appreciate the light until there's darkness. God wants our homes in order because the church has been out of order. Come on, in the bad, with people in the flesh, come on, there's been carnality in the church that's going on, and in the good. And what do I mean by that? Well, doing God things, doing good things, but not spending time with God. And if we can be honest, there have been some ugly times too. Come on, let's be real. See, God is seeing something different. God is seeing something not right in the church. And God sent His church home. Away from everything else, listen, to figure it out. That if we truly seek Him, during this time, repent. Yes, the church needs to repent. Humble themselves and turn from their ways. Come on, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name, and God right now here is talking to the church, and he's talking to the church tonight, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Repentance starts in the house of God. Repentance starts in the church. The building does not identify the church, amen. We are the church, amen. We are His temple. And it starts within our own homes. 1 Timothy 3 verse 5 says, for if a man cannot manage his own household, how 
can he take care of God's church? Amen. How can he take care of God's church? Praise the Lord. There's carnality. If we can be honest, there's carnality that needs to be taken out of our homes. Come on, we have compromised. Watch things that we shouldn't be watching. Do things that we shouldn't be doing. Come on, let's, let's be for real, for real out there, church. Come on, God is talking to the church. So God is reestablishing re the house once again. God wants his house, our home. Somebody say my home. Our homes as a house of prayer. I don't know about you, but I've been praying more during this time. Come on, I've been lifting more needs. Uh, I've been praying for more healings, uh, salvation for our nation, the church. Uh, praying for people in general more than before. Uh, praying for my family more. Come on, uh, I've been pleading the blood of Jesus more. Hallelujah. Come on, uh, we, I've been doing this more. There's been more seeking. Uh, and I believe that the church in general, uh, come on, is praying and seeking and lifting more than before. Amen. If you're honest. There are so many prayer meetings being held in the media now. Come on, Facebook, YouTube, other sources out there. The church is praying. I mean, this is so awesome. Come on, that come on to see. Uh, it's so awesome when I click on Facebook and seeing there's a prayer meeting here. Uh, there's a prayer meeting going on, lifting up needs uh, before the Lord. Amen. Uh, there are more prayers that are going up to heaven right now, uh, and people holding uh, and believing, uh, and Father lifting up one another, encouraging one another. I mean, this is an awesome sight. This is what God wanted, but what started it, church? being sent home. Come on, if we can be honest today, if the church had not been sent home, nothing would have changed. Come on, let's, let's get this Greek real, church. Come on. God wants us to stop at the garden every day. We need to stop at our Gethsemane, amen. We need to cry out for our world. We need to pray. We need to seek the Father for clarity, direction, and His will. Not our will. Not what we think we should do. But what does the Father want? Come on. Has anyone asked the Father? Come on. Have you asked the Father? Have you asked Him, uh, what does the church need to be doing right now? Have you asked the Father, what do you need to be doing? Come on, are we just praying for the to get out? Are, are we praying just to get back into our buildings? Uh, what are you asking the Father for your life right now? In your home? What are you asking of the church right now? Are you asking the Father? Luke chapter 22, verse 40 to 42 says this, On reaching the place... Speaking of the garden, he said to them, pray. Come on, somebody say pray out there. That you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew a stone thrown beyond them, knelt down, and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. This darkness, church, this virus brings on challenges. It brings on temptation. It will tempt you to doubt. Come on, somebody. It will tempt you to fear. 
and they will tempt you to bring confusion into your life. Jesus tells his disciples, as he's telling us tonight, pray. Come on, somebody say pray out there. Pray so that you don't fall into temptation. Come on now, that you don't fall into the trap, listen, of the news media. Come on, where most of it, if not all of it, causes doubt, fear, and confusion. Matthew chapter 26, verse 40 to 41 says, Then he returned to his disciples, and he found them asleep. And he said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me one hour? Keep watch and pray, so that you don't give in to temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body, the flesh, is weak. The church has been sleeping. Come on, Jesus tells his disciples, can you just pray one hour with me? God sent the church home because the church has been sleeping. Come on, we've been coming to church. We've been doing things. We've been acting like the church. We've been doing church, amen, but we have not been the church. Come on, somebody say hello out there. So God sent us home because the church has been sleeping. And God is asking us right now. God is asking you right now out there. Just watch and pray during this time. Can you just watch and pray during this lockdown? Not that we go back, amen, but that, 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 that you know what? That, that we go back with a different attitude. Our duty as a church is to watch and pray. But what does Jesus mean by watch? I mean, we all know what pray means, but what does he mean by watch and pray? Well, to watch and pray, church, means to be awake and on guard when you get up for the day. Come on, as you start your day, so that you can see, listen, when sin is at your door, desiring to entrap us. Galatians, our Genesis chapter 4, verse 7 says this, If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do, if you do not do what, what is right, sin is crouching at your door, it desires to have you, you must rule over it. This means that we have to be in constant connection with God and that we need to seek His power, say His power, to overcome all sin and temptation. The Bible says that we must be sober-minded and watchful. Come on, why? Because Satan is always on the prowl. Come on, waiting for an opportunity, waiting for a crack to slip into. Don't think for a second, church, that, that Satan is not using this time as an opportunity to cause confusion in the church right now. Come on, you better believe he's doing it. Come on. 1 Peter chapter 5, 8 and 9 says this, Stay alert. Watch out for the, your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm. Somebody say, stand firm. Stand firm against him and be strong in faith 
Remember that your family, come on, your brothers and sisters, uh, PCLV, uh, come on, our, 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 our fellowship, uh, come on, believers all around the world, it says right here, are going through the same kind of suffering as you are. Come on, we are all going through this church. Come on, it's not just a region. It's not just one part of the world. It is the whole world. All believers going through the same thing, church. And if we are watching and we are praying and not sleeping, then we can always, let me tell you, resist the enemy. Listen, we have lusts and desires within our flesh that draw us and entice us. And the only way, the only way that we can overcome this is by the power of God. Amen. Come on, Jesus experienced the same thing when He lived here on earth. And that's why He stopped at the garden church to pray with those strong tears to His Father. He too, listen, had to be alert and watchful. Look what it says in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. It says, while Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with loud cry and tears to the one who, who can rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers. How many know that God hears your prayers? God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Church, I'm here to let you know something right now. I'm going to make this short and sweet today. I'm just bringing out a point to us. And I'm just sharing my heart with you guys today. Listen, the enemy wants us to die in this crisis. And that is why we must pray, church. That's why Jesus told his disciples, be watchful. Because he knew what was to come. Come on, what lie before Christ that day was the cross. Church, there are things to come. Our cross is before us. Our suffering, church is before us we must be watchful and we must pray 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 somebody say pray out there come on somebody say we must pray we must pray church the Lord is bringing us back to our homes. The Lord is reestablishing the house of God. He's reestablishing His house by starting in our house. Amen. Come on, how can we manage His house when our house is not even a house of prayer? We're not even seeking Him. The only time we seek, come on, can we be honest? Amen. Come on, is when we go to church. Come on, and, and God is tired of that. And God says, you know what? I'm going to take all that away from you. I'm going to bring you back to the house. I'm going to take everything away from you and see if you'll seek me. And God is calling us right now. And he's saying that through everything and every event and whatever we go through, church, we have to pray. When new challenges come, we pray. When sickness comes, we pray, amen. When we need to go somewhere or do something, we pray, amen. If we're looking for a move of God, what do we do? We pray. Amen. This is what we do as a church. And this is what he's telling his disciples that day. He knew what he was going to face. He knew that the cross was before him. He detours him into the garden. And man, and he seeks the Father. And God is telling us to take a detour in our house, amen, and seek him like never before. Amen. We must be watchful. 
and pray. It's not time to panic, church. But to stay in the mind frame of prayer. And stay in an attitude of faith. And be walking with a holy confidence, amen, and with an unshakable trust in God. Come on. Romans chapters 1 and 17 says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Somebody say faith out there. Amen. Come on. Romans 10, 17 says that. So faith comes by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. We use, listen, we use God's word, church, to help us to be watchful. Come on, we we have to be in connection with God, amen, from the time we get up to the time we go to sleep. Come on. I know that we can't be on our knees 24-7. Uh, there are things that we and I or you got to do, amen. There are general things. Uh, people have to work, amen. There's life, etc., amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, but we have to have a relationship with the Father so that we can always go to Him for help when we need it. So that we can find His will Somebody say His will and His strength to do it. See, the weapons that Jesus used to overcome were prayer and God's Word. Prayer and God's Word, church. He used it while He was being tempted in the desert. He used it in the garden. He, Christ, used it through His entire walk here on earth. There is no weapon that Satan has, listen, that can defeat the weapons of God, what He has already provided us, church. He has given us everything that we, we need to defeat the Satan, to defeat the enemy, church. Everything we need, every weapon, and God has provided. Come on, He's given us an armor to wear. Come on, have you put your armor on today? Come on, have you put on the full armor of God? He's giving us the fruit of the Spirit, amen. The character that we need to carry on ourselves, amen. The things that we need to have within ourselves, the character of God. He's given us every weapon, church, in His Word, which is a sword. Come on, somebody. A sword that we can fight and defend ourselves with. A sword that, that brings rest to us, amen. A sword that brings life, church. The Word of God is the breath of God. Come on, this, is, this breathes life into us. When you read the Word, it breathes life into dead situations. It breathes life when you're doubting it. It breathes life when you're in fear or confusion. Amen. When you're confused by the media that's out there and what's in the news today, church. Come on. Sometimes it can freak some people out. Amen. But let me tell you, get in this Word. Amen. This is where we need to go to for the answers, church. The enemy wants to take us out. The enemy wants us to die in this virus. Let me close with this, church. Don't be defined by the, your environment. Be defined by your response to the Word of God. Come on, somebody say, my response out there. Listen, the question, listen. The question should not be if the church building should be open or not. If we're thinking that church, we're missing this whole point. 
Because this alone, this alone, this that very thought alone is causing division within the church. Come on. And we know that division is not from the enemy. Matthew chapter 12, 25 says, Jesus, listen, Jesus knew their thoughts. And he said to them, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. Every city, household divided against itself will not stand. The only thing here, church, is what is God saying to the church? And I believe that God wants the church to have His heart once again. Come on. I believe that He sent us home to figure it out. That when we find His heart, church, when we reestablish prayer back into our homes and we become watchful, we're alert. We're watching out, amen. We're awake, church. And we're, we're, watching, uh, we're watching the enemy. We're, we're watching out, church. When we start to do that, and now that is reestablished in our homes, then we can go back to the church, to our buildings. But we'll go back stronger than ever, church. The church will then be prepared for the things to come. Amen. Because there are things to come, church. Yes. Read the Bible. You can't change it. You cannot change what's going to come. What's already written here, it's going to happen. The things that we're freaking out, we shouldn't be freaking out. We already know it's coming. Church, Jesus is coming back home. He's going to pick us up. He's taking us home. Come on, Jesus is going to pick us up, church. This is to come. We shouldn't be uh, uh, like, wow, or afraid or anything else. We should be prepared. And if we can get it right right here, then we can be prepared for those things that do come. And then we will be the church. We will do the right things. Come on, no one's stopping us from preaching the gospel. This ain't the time, church. This is not the end right here. These are the beginnings. These are the signs of the things to come. Come on, let's read His Word. Let's prepare ourselves as a people. God right now is showing grace to the church. God right now is calling us back to Him that we will seek Him with all our heart, mind, and soul. Amen. God is wanting us to stop at the garden, church, before we start our day. And say, God, not my will, but Thy will be done. God is wanting us to arm ourselves and die to ourselves and crucify this flesh that we don't flesh out out there. Come on, we need to start to be the church. We just need to start to do the things that He has equipped us for and pick up the weapons that He's provided for us. And let's fight this fight of faith, church. Not by looking confused, not by being scared, but being standing in faith and walking with a holy confidence because we know the God that we serve. Come on, He's a good God. He's a faithful God. We will get through this. But if you don't be prayerful and watchful, you may die in this crisis. And I pray that you don't. I pray that you grab a hold of God. Because He's calling us, church. And we can grab a hold of this as a body. Not only at, at PCLV, but as a, a body. The body of, uh, of Christ. The, the church of Jesus Christ. If we can grab this, I believe. I believe that we're going to go back stronger. We're going to go back appreciating because it cannot stop, church. When this is lifted, it cannot, we cannot go back 
to how it was in, as far as what we were doing. We, we've got to continue to pray. We need to continue to do what we're doing right now. And, and that's to get into the presence of God. And that is to know the Father. You know, last year's theme was to be still. And I, I think the Lord is still teaching them that. And we need to be still and know that He's God. Especially through times of crises. This is where we need to trust to God. This is where we need to lean upon Him. Don't lean upon the media. Don't listen to all everything that's out there, church. It'll confuse you. Come on, this will never confuse you. The Word of God will never confuse you. It'll always bring life, correction, and discipline to us, but it'll always take care of us. It's a Father that loves us. It's a Father that's teaching us, but we need to get back into the Word. We need to get back into prayer. We need to get back into things that we need to do. And let us go back strong, stronger than ever, church. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that's what the Lord is showing me. I believe, you know what? If we can just grab a hold of what we need to do during this lockdown, not complain, not, 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 not to do anything else, but to seek Him, I bet that you'll start to turn things around in your heart, in your house right now. You'll start to remove things. You'll start to expose things. But you've got to repent, church. Come on, we've got to repent. You gotta repent. Take take inventory within yourselves. Say, God, what, what's what's in me that's stopping me, or what's what's in me that's bringing separation from you? Because I want to be effective. I want to be powerful. I want to be used for your kingdom. I want to be effective out there in winning souls for the kingdom of God. Isn't that the whole cause, church? Is to win lives. Come on, to see people get saved. We have to. We gotta show a right Christ to them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's bow our heads.